one. Welcome to All's with Pimentos podcast. I'm your host, Sean Mills, and I got the band Family Man. Connor. Connor, are you there? Connor. Yeah, sorry, Connor Root, and uh, we also got Josh, our bass player, on here, too. We good, right on. Hey, Sean. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, so, I found you guys out from ATN Jacks. We were on a small tour with you guys, and I looked up on Spotify, and I'm like, these guys are pretty fucking rad. So how long? Well, yeah, man. So how long has the uh, band been going for now? Uh, in this iteration, we've been going for about uh, about a year, about a year and a half. Um, but we, uh, in total, uh, it's been going on for closer to two, three years. Uh, but Brian and I, Brian unfortunately not able to make it uh, right now. But Brian, the drummer, and I. Uh, started playing music together like seven years ago uh, and then we started Family Man and, uh, and here we are. So did you guys play in any, uh, any other bands? You probably did before Family Man. Yeah, I, I did play, I played in another band uh, with Brian actually way back in the day called Cheap Ohio. Oh, um, and that was when I, sorry, Josh? I've heard of that, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's a Cheap Ohio. Sorry, it was Sean. I thought it was Josh talking it. Um, yeah, we, we, we played in Cheap Ohio for a bit. And then, yeah, way back in the day, I was in high school. I was in like 30 different bands. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and then Josh is also, well, I'll let Josh say what type of product he's in. Uh, yeah, I was in a few other bands in high school, just like Connor. Uh, more in the metal scene, we opened up for a few acts in Montreal that are actually pretty big for, for when we were like 16, 17, like Blind Witness and Beneath the Master, and we almost had a show with August Burns Red at one time, but uh, oh, that's cool. right now, just kind of like chilling. Uh, I'm in another band called Pomegranate. We also play uh, more traditional punk with stuff you hear on like a Tony Hawk pro skater game. Oh, so like skate punk? Fuck, that's my jam, dude. That's I love <laughs> yeah. all that shit. Like, um, like everything on on that type of game, except for we haven't ventured into ska yet. But that's the uh, well. Does anyone really want to venture into ska? I don't know. Like it's good and whatever, but I don't know. Like I like ska, but it's like I don't know. I just can't listen to it all the time. Like ska's great. Like ska, <laughs> punk, whatever. Yeah, it existed in a period of time where it was good, and you know, it's it, it hit and miss for me for sure. Yeah, for me to get into behind. A ska band, and it's, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say it all sounds the same, but there's a lot of the same hooks. It's not like you're listening to the specials, and fuck, I'll even say, like, fucking Early No Doubt. Like, Early No Doubt, like, their first record was, if you want ska, and that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, what, uh, what do you guys listen to right now? Like, uh, give me, give me some bands that has influenced Family Man. Uh, it's a wide range right now. I know because I mean, it's like your your guys' genre of music. It's like punk, and then it's like rock, and then it's like it, I don't know. It's I I call it punk dance. Is what I would call it. Punk. We've gotten punk blend. We've gotten alt punk. We've gotten fear gack punk. It's kind of uh, we, we take from a lot of different places because we all come from very different backgrounds. You know, I come from a more like indie rock slash screamo background Brian our drummer comes from a from like a thrash punk background whereas Josh and Nick are bassist and our other guitarist uh, they both come from more like metal backgrounds um, so we're pulling from a lot of different places uh, but personally myself right now I mean our all time favorite of mine 
and it kind of stays true is idols. I absolutely love idols. Um, they're big inspiration, but I also, uh, I'm really digging like bits, uh, Viagra boys, shame, all those kind of like Brit punk alternative punk bands right now. Yeah, Viagra boys uh, are pretty sick actually. Yeah. Viagra boys are awesome. Man, their live show is insane. I, I had the chance to see them when they came and, uh, came to Montreal and it was, uh, it was pretty damn wild. Um, so that those are those are my big influences right now. I know Josh is uh, well. I'll let you say, but uh, one one I know Josh's main or one of his big ones rhymes with rhymes with me and sugar. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, I was a big metalhead growing up, as you mentioned, and uh, the one band that stuck with me that I can't shake off is uh, this band called the Sugar from Sweden. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, they're it's my called back in the day, favorite right? band favorite band of all time uh but it's like not necessarily the stuff that i listen to and the stuff that i write uh aren't necessarily always the same the things i'm picking out of music and that inspire me are more creative choices and moods and and vibes so i'll listen to a lot of stuff that like has nothing to do with really what we're playing anything that is considered a big swing for me is, is stuff that is really interesting uh, this album that I can't stop listening to right now is from another Swedish guy, oddly enough, who's a singer-songwriter uh, named Tommy Tokyo, and uh, he just created this record, I think it was back in 2008, and it's like a whole opera, but it's 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 folky, it's indie, it's it's funny, it's sad, it's it's everything in between, and every time I listen to it, I just like I get so inspired to go create and. What we're making has nothing to do with it, but I think inspiration can really be sparked by anything, you know? Anything yeah. that kind of gets you off your ass and makes you want to play music is, is good enough for me, so that's where I'm at. That's fucking wicked. Um, so if you're in like thrash and metal, I don't know, like, do you know uh, Mike Patton at all from uh, Faith No More? Yeah, it is. I've, I've, I've definitely heard of him. And, uh, actually, uh, some of the bands I've worked with at the label, uh, done radio tracking for, I've actually tracked with Mike Patton. He's doing a lot of projects lately, and yeah. uh, they managed to squeeze him in on a few tracks. That's um, he. Uh, so he was on uh, what do you call it? Uh, he was with Faith No More, but he did a side project back in the day called uh, Mr. Bungle. So they put out an mm-hmm. album during the pandemic. They re-recorded their demo. They have a bunch of other albums before that, but they wanted to re-record their first demo. So it's like from the thrash, like 87, 88 era. And so they got uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax playing guitar and Dave Lerato from uh, Slayer playing drums. Uh, And it's called... Dude, it's fucking nuts. Like It's probably my top... (laughs) Five albums right now of all time. I can't like it. You listen to the series, and it's the album's called The Raving uh, Rash. Sorry, The Raving Rage of the Easter Bunny. Okay. No, it's dude. I think that's what it's called. I don't have to look it up, but it's you gotta check it out, Mister Bum. It's it fucking rips. Like it's it'll melt your face. So you guys have uh, a couple singles and EP, right? Yeah, yeah. So we put on EP last year, um, and and now we've been putting out some singles leading up to our first album that's supposed to be coming out early next year. And so with the album coming out, how many songs, how many tracks you got going on there? And, uh, it's going to be 12, 12 tracks on that, 12 full tracks and maybe some interludes in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, 12, 12 tracks for sure. 
favorites and we're 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 of course very excited about it but uh primarily because i don't know if you if you checked out our our last ep but that was much more uh crawlers uh sorry crawlers oh no no uh that's a single uh, sorry yeah yeah yeah, Crawlers is our latest release, and we've been, uh, sorry, we're doing a thing called, like, a waterfall release, where we release um, a, the new single with the previous singles, because um, okay, that's, cool. that's how the music industry works now. Well, um, yeah. So oh, we, you're talking about uh, what's new. Yeah, I'm talking about what's new, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, like, that was much more geared towards, like, our old sound, um, you know, the original kind of mo of family man was to be we wanted to make music that we love but we wanted it to also be accessible um because you know all of us come from backgrounds that aren't quite as accessible mm-hmm. um and then after we put that out and as much as much as we loved it we kind of said you know what fuck it we want to we want to go back to to doing you know exactly what we want to do like regardless of what we think our audience or listeners might like, uh, because ultimately that's, you know, that's staying true to the art as much as possible. Um, and then also on top of that, you know, what's new is a pretty big pivotal moment in terms of my life. Um, that was a breakup EP. I was in a very long-term relationship that uh, did not end uh, in the best way possible. No, do they always end uh, well, though? That's the thing. Sorry, say it again? I said, do they always end well? Yeah. <laughs> rarely, rarely do they. Rarely do they end well. But, oh, yeah. uh, but this one, uh, this one kind of, you know, it didn't, it didn't peter out. It just kind of, uh, self-immolated, uh, <laughs> like spontaneously combusted. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so obviously I had a lot to write about. Um, and, and while we love those songs and while I love those songs, it's definitely time to move on from that. And, uh, I started to experience some, uh, new things as I was getting a bit older, uh, and I had a different outlook on, on, on certain things. And that's what this new, our new album, Iconoclast, is what yeah. it's called, it's, uh, is, is talking about. Right. And it's going to be on, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Indica Records. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we're with Indica Records. We've been with them since What's New. We found out What's New with them, and that was a that was a blast. And, and now we've been working on this current album with them, and uh, we'll see how everything goes. I think the album uh, artwork for the single Crawlers is fucking banging. Um, oh, dude, thanks so much. Whoever did that, it's like. <laughs> That's sick. And even like the black and white, like it. And to be honest with you, like it sort of reminds me of like early early hardcore in the 80s sort of thing you know what i mean yeah exactly and a little bit of like metal too if you will it's yeah. I, I think it's fucking wicked like, oh I mean, thanks so much yeah, man like, yeah you actually, should print I, all three it. of those covers on our shirts yeah that's that's kind of the idea we want to be able to put make all the designs uh merch friendly but yeah i actually i i did the uh the designs for the single artwork and if you like those, I'm I'm uh, I'm stoked to hear what you think about the album. Yeah, um, man. The album cover, it's pretty cool. So, what else is going on? You guys were touring with AT and Jacks. Like, do you guys have full time jobs? Like, is this the full time thing that you want to do? Like, what's what's up? Yeah, we're we're all we're all over the place. Uh, I think all all of us in the band are kind of firing on all cylinders at all times. Uh, we were touring with AT and Jacks. 
We've got uh, our next date is October 13th here in Montreal at this venue called Trackside. Mm-hmm. Um, if you come, you said you come from like a punk and metal background, dude, you gotta check out Trackside. Trackside? It's One band I'm actually yeah. uh, checking out right now, I think everyone is too who listens to hardcore punk, is Turnstile. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love Turnstile, man. Dude, that fucking, that fucking band can't do any wrong. Like, uh, they're, it's insane. It's insane. I, like, they even, they even just did a, uh, they put out a, a, an EP with Bad Bad Knocked It. Yeah. Uh, right. Which is like a wild mix up, but it's, so freaking good like it's so amazing like I just, uh, very very smooth yeah exactly it's the the production of it's really good like the first album is uh the yellow cover um it's probably my yeah. favorite. but the new one is like i don't know like they're getting played on indy 88 in toronto and it's like when when in the fuck has a hardcore band been played in on radio station in toronto like i don't know fucking ever but oh dude it's insane they, they're they're like I, well, I think in general, like genres are becoming less and less um, exclusive. I don't know. Like re- recently, the kind of music that I've been hearing that is that is popular, it's going all over the place, which is a great thing. Like I, you know, I think that's a, a fantastic thing. But you know, Turn, Turnstile is touring there with, uh, with Green Day right now. Playing yeah. stadium tours and, and yeah, they're all over the radio, like they're killing it. And, yeah, uh, I don't know if I go see that. I'd probably go see them and just leave. I've seen Green Day before. I don't need to see it <laughs> yeah. again. I'm one of those guys that goes to the like to like the big shows, but I'll look at the uh to the opening act. I'm like so yeah, I check it. Where the fuck was I? They were supposed to be there. Um oh yeah, so I saw Blink one eighty two in Toronto. And they were oh, supposed yeah. they were supposed to open. And I even wrote on my uh, my personal uh, Instagram, like, the only reason I'm going to the show, because I've seen Blink, like, four or five times, right? Right. The only reason I'm going to the show to see Turnstile. <laughs> only fucking reason. I paid over $80 for this goddamn thing. Oh, I think my, I think Jennifer paid more for the ticket. I don't know. She got the tickets. <laughs> and she, I'm like, who's opening? She's like, some band called Turnstile. I'm like, we're fucking going. This thing, this <laughs> thing will blow green, or... Uh, Fucking uh, Blink One Eight Two underneath the water, like whatever. But yeah. they weren't there. Who the fuck opened? Some other band opened. It was a good show, but it's kind of pissed. I turned so I wasn't there. They couldn't get across the border. Um, so that's the thing too. Like as you were saying, like with Spotify and like singles, that's how the record industry is going. Like back in the day, you'd do tape trading and then you would do like a full album. But now everyone just releases singles with a few tracks. Everyone's every month and then yeah. it leads up to it and it's really good I, I in my own opinion I think it's really good uh, promotion too because it's just gives you some of a taste of what's coming up right yeah exactly you know it's, it's weird it's definitely like from from the artist side of things you know we, we all see the album as as its own piece of work right <laughs> um, which is you know it can make it a bit difficult to say, okay, well, how do we how do we slice this up, slice and dice it to make it as ingestible as possible? Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, most, like so many, most people don't listen to, to albums anymore. Uh, a lot of, or at least a lot of people don't listen to full albums. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's like you know, you get a Spotify playlist, and like you know, the band shows up with you know the hit single or whatever the most exactly. listened album, right? But also, exactly. too, do you find, another question for you, too, is do you find streaming services, 
not lucrative, help you out more than anything else? Or, well, okay, what I'm trying to sit there and say is, uh, between, would you rather just go on Bandcamp or Spotify? Because Bandcamp, you know, you got to pay for the song, right? Oh, that's a that's a that's a tricky question there, man. You know, like for for one, I've never I'm young enough to where I've really never known. Oh well, yeah, I've never known about releasing music pre DSPs, like pre Spotify, pre Apple Music, all that stuff. Ever since I've released music, that's been what you do. Right. Um, and as much as I, you know, as much as I love the idea of Bandcamp and that it's you know it's definitely. Um, putting the power and the finances back to the musicians more so than it is their own pockets, or it's at least more fair. Um, it's just not how people consume music anymore, you know, and, and obviously, like, our goal is to be able to do this uh, full-time. Uh, you know, we all, we all got our own jobs, um, and uh, and as much as, you know, as much as we love those, the, the, the real idea is to be able to tour, you know, 364 days a year, um, not 365, you know, you need a day break in there at some point, right. but, uh, but uh, you know, uh, that's what we want to do, and, and, and that's how we want to, in order to do that, you need to get in front of as many people as possible, and the only way to do that is to put it out on the DSPs like Spotify and, and Apple Music and whatnot. So, uh, one question for you too, like, do you get more streams off of Spotify or Apple? Ooh, definitely Spotify. Definitely Spotify. See, that's the thing too. It's like I was I had this conversation with someone. They're like, "Okay, you should put the podcast on Apple Music." I'm like, "Do you even understand the how do I say uh, the um, the group of people that listen to Apple Music um, versus Spotify?" I find people who listen to Spotify. No, want to listen to the whole album? They're not just looking for a single. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess Spotify. You know, for one, there's a couple of things. Like Apple Music definitely pays more for streams yeah. um, than than Spotify. But I, I I also I get what you're saying. I feel like the Spotify listeners are a bit more engaged, generally speaking, than than like an Apple Music uh, mm. user. You know. Um, but but that's not to say that there aren't engaged users on on Apple Music. Like I know plenty of people who who actively migrated over to Apple Music because it pays the artists more. Oh, that's fair. Um, cool. So that's like that's like super cool, uh, and and I appreciate that. But yeah, and and we, we're everywhere. Like you can find our music on every single streaming platform. Uh, but but yeah, I'd say our, our our largest chunk of our audience is on is on Spotify for sure. So when you guys uh, finally record the album, why not? How, are you guys going to do a physical copy of it, or that is the idea? And we are beyond stoked about that. We've never pressed anything on vinyl before, but uh, but we're supposed to yeah. um, get these done on vinyl, and we've actually. We've we everything's been recorded. It's uh, everything's getting mastered right now, and we are getting them mastered for vinyls. So we'll have those. Uh, we'll have those when uh, when the album drops. And so you guys, uh, any you guys that have any other tours coming up right now? Like I know you get like I said, you guys finished one with eighteen jocks, but you guys like doing a cross Canada tour or? Yeah, so you know we've uh, we've got. I'd show here in Montreal in October, and then in the, we had a crazy busy November. We're playing 
November 15th in Rimouski, Quebec, Quebec, uh, November 16th in Montreal, November 17th in Montreal, November 18th at Bovine. Oh, uh, no way. Really? What day is that? What's the 18th? I fucking love that bar, dude. I love seeing shows there. I I used to work there back in the day. Awesome. Yeah, it's, I believe that's a Saturday, uh, but the Bovine's fucking sick. Like, I've never played there. Oh, dude. I've never even gotten to be, like, see a show there. Um, but I did, I did go in and I did check it out when we played North by Northeast this year just to, like, see what it was about and it's super sick. Um, so we're playing that on the 18th and we're stoked about it. We're playing with this uh, band called Gaijin Smash. They're super, super cool. Um, it's like a dance punk, like funk punk almost, I'd say. Like since funk punk band from Toronto and they're sick. Yeah, so they're um, sort of like Mets sort of, I guess, yeah. Sorry? They're sort of like Mets? No, I wouldn't say like Mets. They're, oh. they're a bit more like, they're a bit more melodic. Okay, um, cool. And, and dancey than Mets, but uh, but but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, no, we've talked about a lot of bands, and that's the thing too. Is like when I when I post this, whatever, uh, get it, like you guys obviously give me all your socials, whatever. But give me the socials of the bands that we're talking about, and I can plug them on it too, right? I'm really yeah. stoked about hearing Pomegranate because that's right on my alley, and that's probably what I'm going to put on like listen to when I when we finish with the podcast. Josh, um, does Tom Grant have any music out? No, we have no recorded material. We what? Come on. I got Monday. a big, huge boner over it, and now you're fucking deflating. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be edging for a while. We, uh, we actually, like, as we're speaking, I just got our first mix back for our first track, so that's going to be coming out. That's fucking wicked. And so you guys are based in Montreal, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's the scene like there? It's pretty wild, man. Um, there's always there's always something going on. The local scene in Montreal is super sick. Um, there's you know like as far as cool bands of town go, uh, check out Horde Robe. Um, they're like uh, like they're they're just insane. <laughs> they're awesome. Horde Robe is sick. Pressure Pin is sick. Um, Last Waltons another great band here. There's there's just a bunch of good bands. There's another band that uh, actually just last week, they're called Pits for Pumpkin. Okay. Um, but just last week, they announced they're going on an indefinite hiatus, um, which I was I was really bummed to hear about, but I'm sure they have their reasons why. But uh, they're super sick. Um, but yeah, there's, the scene here is awesome. But the one thing I would say about, about Montreal is that it's an island. Um, like, literally, physically, it's an island, but the scene itself is an island as well. Yeah. Um, Montreal is great for fostering uh, like new, incredibly creative music um, and art in general. Uh, but I find that it usually ends up getting like people end up leaving, um, and I think in part that's because you know obviously Quebec prioritizes francophone music, and so unless you're unless you're doing francophone stuff, you're not going to get as much attention. Okay. Um, which is also totally fair. Uh, you know, it, it, that's that's the way that's the way it, it rolls running in a uh, running a francophone province here. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's definitely it's Montreal's like I like to think of it as like an awesome launching pad. That's um, really an inspiring place to be in terms of honing in on on your sound and what you want to do, um, and then uh, and then you launch out elsewhere. So, do you guys find it hard actually being in, in a band in Montreal and trying to get uh, 
getting noticed across the country and maybe even the states? You know, it's definitely like I wouldn't, I would also say we're not, you know, we're not big enough to be (laughs) uh, complaining about not getting enough attention elsewhere. You know what I mean? But, uh, But it definitely, like, it definitely, there's a couple extra steps to navigating the whole scene. Um, here in the, in the industry and, and getting noticed. There's a couple extra steps you got to take um, when you do when you do anything, um, which again is fine and it makes it actually it makes it it, it makes it interesting. You you end up um, you know you end up making really good connections with other francophone artists, with other anglophone artists as well. Um, and I wouldn't say that like either, particularly in the in the music scene. Neither community community is exclusive at all. There's mm. a lot of crossover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as getting on like radio and, and, and I don't think other, you need like, radio. It's I think that's a dead media to be honest with you. But say it again. I know I don't think you need radio because I think that's a dead media to be honest with you. It's definitely changing. You know, it's definitely changing. And like it, at least like getting started, I think it's it's still important for us too to just know like our music's getting out there in different yeah. different ways um but then all from like a from a money standpoint too mm-hmm. um like it satellite radio pays so outrageously well it's ridiculous oh really <laughs> it's insane yeah um uh, you know unfortunately we're not really making music that's catered to satellite radio yeah. uh, but i've seen the breakdown on those things and it's 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 wild it's wild and that's still a thing too i eh? like satellite radio i thought that like, I've that's the first time I've actually heard of satellite radio in in years, but it's still a thing though. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely still a thing. Definitely still a thing, and and uh, like especially in Quebec too. I think it's actually a lot of like francophone music is is consumed oh, through I guess satellite that's radio here. Yeah, I get that part. Makes sense. Yeah. Would you guys ever consider moving to uh, Toronto? Uh, you know, we're always like we're always open to new opportunities. You know, we've been chatting with some really cool people out there. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot of stuff going on in Toronto. Obviously, the you know the center of music in Canada, or at least the music industry, is in Toronto. Yeah, it's pretty um, good out in BC though. Vancouver, you get a lot of noise too, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and I'd love to make it out there. I absolutely love to make it out there at some point uh, to go check it out uh, all the way out west. Um, in fact, I'm actually. I'm I'm a West Coaster, not not a Canadian West Coaster. I was born and raised in, in California, moved out here for school. Oh no uh, way! Seven cool, years man. ago, yeah, yeah. Now I'm now I'm here, um, but you know we're kind of we're the way we think about it is whatever's gonna whatever's gonna allow us whatever's gonna help us get to a point where we can do this entirely uh, and only have that be the only thing we do. That that's that's where we are, and, and wherever that takes us, that's that's where it takes us. Right on, cool, dude. That sounds, uh, yeah, and like, I, I, hopefully, like, you guys do it because you guys are pretty fucking banging. Like, that, oh, that new single is fucking good, too. So, I got one other question for you, and both can answer. Um, Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Beatles. Yeah, I'm kind of done with Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Beatles. Okay, that's the right Beatles. answer. Although, although, oh, although here the we go. Rolling Stones. Oh, sorry, uh, you were saying? No, I said that's the right answer, Beatles, but you said, although... 
No, I was going to say, the, the latest single from The Stones is actually pretty good. It, it's pretty damn good, and um, I hate to say it, but anything Paul McCartney has put, I, like, it's, it's, it's made me so sad. It's made me so upset. What was it? Like 2018, he put out Fuck or Fuck You. That was Fuck You. You didn't like Fuck You? <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. I broke down and cried when I heard that song. I was like, there's no way somebody allowed Paul McCartney to do this. Well, <laughs> they also let Ringo Starr do solo albums too, and no one That's fucking true. listened to those fucking things either, right? That's true. Uh, yeah, I'm a Beatles fan too. Yeah, I'll have to check out the new Stones track. Um, I'm really partial to new Stones because I think they, I don't know, like Charlie Watts isn't there right now. In my opinion, I was really surprised that they actually they're doing a new album. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like he was a pretty main figure in the band, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, and no, I'll definitely check it out. So right now, um, you're going to give me all your socials. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram as uh, at familyman underscore music. Uh, that's our Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Family Man, uh, Spotify, Family Man, all that stuff. TikTok is Family Man Music. Uh, what do you guys think and, of TikTok? Yeah. Sorry. What do you think of TikTok? Does it work for you? Um, you know, like it, it's TikTok in particular is, is is strange in our genre. Like yeah, everybody's got to do it at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like Instagram is still the main. Source, well, I, feel like I find it's, I find it so weird because like uh, when I started this podcast, I just did it on Instagram, and then someone's like, "What about Facebook?" I'm like, "Who in the fuck looks at Facebook for, oh, yeah. for music or for music or sorry for podcasts or for music?" Right? Like, who does? Like, yeah. the only time you look at Facebook yeah. if your grandmother's baking a pie, and you're like, "Fuck, save me a slice!" Yeah. Right? Exactly, like, exactly. And then exactly. It's my uh, one of my friends, she's like, hey, you should get on TikTok. I'm really, she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I signed up for it last week. And, yeah. Uh, a couple of podcasts, news- podcasts on TikTok actually do really, really well. Um, they do really well. And so that's definitely like, that's definitely a good, a Is good. It? Cool, man. Oh, yeah. Platform for podcasts. But yeah, for like, for like punk and, and particularly the kind of punk that we're doing. Um, Instagram it's all the way. It's it's not like TikTok. I find hasn't there aren't really any bands in our realm that are unless they're like idols or Viagra boys that have a whole team behind them um, that are injecting you know money into growing the, the, those those socials. Um, and when I say money, I mean like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know there aren't really there aren't too many smaller punk bands. Or like mid-sized punk bands, even. Uh, well, even TikTok. you guys have a bunch of followers on your IG too, and I think you guys are doing a really good job doing that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we've we've done we've done decent with Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too, like with music and also with food and whatnot too. It's Instagram, right? Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I don't think Facebook's anything. So, anyways, yeah. So it's uh, Family Man with everything, right? Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Spotify. Facebook. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff is Family Man. Instagram, sorry, Instagram is Family Man underscore music. Wicked. Okay, guys, thanks yeah. for doing this. Um, hopefully you guys come to Ontario soon because I want to check out your live show because, uh, as I said, my friend Neil Lemoyne saw there said it's fucking banging. So, oh, uh, dude, we'll, we'll be there soon. We'll be there soon. That's wicked. All right, thanks for doing this, guys. Huh? Yeah.
Okay, yeah, thanks so much, Sean. All right, Shout Jess. out to Neil. Yeah, Neil <laughs> Warren sucks dick. All right, cool. <laughs>